it is working. Okay. All right. This is kicking dirt with Mike and Adam. Today's April 19th. Mike, what do you think, man? Spring, spring is coming and going pretty quickly. Seems it's like. kind of ebb, ebbs and flows. Uh, you know, it, it feels like 80 degrees some days, some days the wind's blowing 40 mile an hour. Um, it's typical some spring days, weather. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think the wind has missed a day yet. In the Monday, Monday, it wasn't blowing, oh, yeah. but we sprayed thousands of acres of corn and soybean ground with spray rigs everywhere, but then the wind kicked up again. So yeah, we got that. sprayers going, planters going. It's, it's it, nuts. It is crazy. But you know, this weekend I went up to see our son and his wife and family up at Fargo and I cannot believe how much water and snow there is up there yet. It is like those poor farmers, it's going to take a long time for that water to drain off, soak in and just dry out. I mean, I, I know it's dry here in Nebraska and, and it's not great for moisture. Um, I think we're in better conditions than they are, though. They got a lot of water to get rid of. So, well, how's that go? Plant into dust and bins will bust. Yeah, yeah, I hope right. so. And, we and got a lot of dust. We're, yeah, we were planting into dust, and and guys are super busy. People are running around. Um, I was out yesterday. You know, guys checking planters, sprayers, jumping in and out constantly. It's just, it's a rat race already, and and the spring has just started. Yeah, yeah, gosh, yeah. It's it feels like we're behind right now because the temperature is warm and things are starting to green up and everything. And I don't know this this time of year. If you got farming in your blood, there's a bit of anxiousness that you want to start putting stuff in the ground. And uh, a lot of farmers are watching the calendar and GDUs in the future and thinking, gosh, I should probably hold back a little bit and everything. But uh, you know, it's we'll, we'll be a lot smarter in a couple of weeks what we should have done. Yeah, you hit it. A lot of anxiousness. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of people, you know, just focused on exactly what they have to do and they're losing focus of other things, like yeah. maybe their health. Yeah. It, this Mental is this health, time of, physical health. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You, you spend a, a farmers spent a long, long hours in the tractor cab this time of year and they, they're just, they're focused on what they got to get done, planting and spraying and things like that. And they're alone a lot, you know, in the tractor cab and, I know social media has a little bit of that aspect of it, but, uh, you know, it just uh, focus on your health a little bit. So we got an excellent guest today to help us with some of that. Awesome. Uh, we have uh, um, a farm fit mama out of South Dakota. Uh, Amanda, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, good morning. Um, I love you guys' intro, by the way. Um, <laughs> good morning. <laughs> Um, I know I'm excited. Thanks for asking me to be on. I really appreciate it. So back to what you were saying, Michael. Yes, we have a lot of snow. We have a lot of water in the fields. My husband is definitely antsy about wanting to get in, but it probably won't even happen until middle of May, to be honest, yeah. which is really super late for us. So typically we're not this moisture and we don't have this much snow cover. Um, the rain has definitely helped today to melt it down, but we've got a lot still standing in the fields and it's just not going to happen anytime soon. Um, so no, I, I mean, everything you were saying there, I was like shaking my head. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's my just, area. Just anxiousness <laughs> and you've seen water and snow and everything. You're located close to the North Dakota border though, aren't you? You're north of Watertown up that way. Yeah. Yep. So I'm kind of, um, tucked in that northeast corner. We're about six miles away from Minnesota. And then um, maybe, 
I would say like 20 miles, 25 miles away from the North Dakota border. So we have a really cool area where they call it Nicollet Tower, where you can climb to the top of it. And if you climb the top of Nicollet Tower just outside of Sisseton, you can actually see all three states. So it's oh, wow. kind of like the the triangle of um, the area. It's it's really cool. Um, if you ever, if anybody's ever in the area, I mean, Nicollet Tower, I tell you, it's it'll take you like a whopping five minutes. But hey, you, you get a great view at the top of it. <laughs> I, I'm awesome. going to have to do that sometimes because I my, my always must stop is the Terry Redland Museum in Watertown. I'm a pretty, pretty big Terry Redland fan. So I always stop there. So I, I got a new spot there. Of course. You there are, you go. <laughs> so you're, you're going to take the next time you come through. I, I'm going to see a picture of you on top of the Nicollet Tower. <laughs> yep. That's me. Yeah. Adam and I have been climbed mountains before, haven't we? Yeah, a couple in Colorado. What Mount Evans? Uh, Mount Evans or whatever at fifteen thousand feet or fourteen thousand. It was high. I know that I was dizzy up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll you'll get out of winded. Like I mean, it's a lot of lot of stairs. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You're gonna break a sweat climb in there, but when you get up there, it's it's really super pretty. It's yeah. really cool to see that. So. So so how did you get into this fitness thing that you are in now? Um, Actually, my story is a little. Um, it's it's humbling and I say humbling because it it's not something that you expect. I'll let you know a lot of times when you start a new adventure or something like that, it's more of an inspirational where my story is totally opposite of that. And so like I've always grown up with a, a fitness background. Like I have a degree in associate's degree in health promotion. I actually was a zoology physiology major in college. Um and ended up going the or into uh, biology is my degree in, and then I um, got a specialized degree in radiation therapy. So like the whole medical, the human body has always been an interest to me. Um, my family, I have a lot of family members that are are currently working in the medical field. So um, I mainly was drawn to that area because it's I love the science of things. I love understanding how our body works. I love being able to make an impact and helping individuals. And so like, that's always been there, but that's definitely not my, what I did for a career. So I actually sold out of college. I went and worked at a cancer facility for a couple of months and I ended up um, taking a step back. I just wasn't quite ready for that field. Um, and I'll be the first to admit it can't oncology is a whole different dynamic um, in college. You know, you're learning all this, like the technical side of things. And then when you get out there in that industry, you're treating cancer patients and some of them, you know, are stage four and they, this is kind of like their last hope. And I remember my first case out of college was with an infant and I wasn't, I was 24, 20, 25, 26 years old. And I was not ready to treat a child and then treat a whole entire family. And it was just like that rude awakening. Like I can't emotionally handle this right now because I didn't have kids at the time. So I, it was really hard for me to relate and to, you know, comfort that family and, ex, you know, explaining what we were doing was, I had that in the bag, but just to like emotionally take that family through that um, was really tough on me. And so I kind of took a step back from that and I actually sold insurance, believe it or not, for 11 years, 11 years, it's crazy <laughs> to say that. I was that, I was that person that would roll up into your farm because I sold supplemental and it was door to door. Um, and so I would roll up to a farmyard in my little Honda Accord that tend to get stuck a lot during the winter 
it wearing <laughs> muck boots and just jump out and be like, Hey, I'm here to show you some supplemental coverage that is cancer heart and accidental. Like, let's go talk, you know, and it was kind of my jam. I'm not going to lie. I didn't grow up in agriculture at all. Um, and I found a true love for being able to protect individuals and, you know, help them in a crisis. And that was the biggest thing and where I could make that impact is, you know, cancer, same with accidents and, you know, heart, heart attack, heart disease. Like that's something that we don't ever want to go with through, but it happens unexpected. And so, um, I worked with a supplemental company called family heritage for, um, 11 years. And that's actually how I met my husband. Um, one of my clients set us up on a blind date, blind date, <laughs> believe it or not, they still work. They still yeah. work. <laughs> so you, I met him. He was oh, a rancher up there. I imagine. Well, his dad did the ranching side of things. So it was kind of a, a big operation they had. Uh, he's a fifth generation farmer and his dad um, did the ranching side of things where they had, they did have a, head, a herd of cattle. Um, but when he passed away from brain cancer, uh, my husband decided to go away from that and just strictly stay with crop farming. So oh, okay. he, um, we have a medium, smaller size operation. I, we farm about just over 3000 acres of land. Um, and again, he's a fifth generation farmer. And so he's, he's born and raised in it. Um, he, it's definitely his passion. He officially took on a role and started farming uh, by himself at the age of 18. But before that, his dad, you know, would rent him some land and, and teach him the ins and out of farming. So he has a great support system at that time. But now he's solo. Um, his dad passed away. Uh, his grandpa's not around anymore. Um, we do uh, we're luckily and blessed to have his uncle Bill around that comes and um, pops into the farm every day. And that, you know, it's it's really cool to see him. He's like 90 years old, still driving these old tractors that have no cab, rolling in on the hottest day in the world. And you're like, what are you doing? Like, what, what, why do you need to be in it? Like working a tractor at the hottest day in the world when everybody's dying, <laughs> but no, he's, he's really cool. Um, but fast forward, I got to man this up as my husband likes to say, um, I took a, a step back, you know, as a stay home mom for a while and realized quickly that that's like, as much as I love to be a stay home mom, I was still part-time with my insurance company. It wasn't my thing. And so I actually went back to work full-time in 2019. And, um, in the process of that, I was working with these big agriculture businesses like FBN. I was going to offer insurance to them. I, um, I was in the cahoons with CH. CHI or CHS, CHS, excuse CHHS. me. Um, yep. I was in the cahoons with them, you know, uh, getting gearing up to offer my coverage for them. And um, the day before the national pandemic, um, we just built this house four years ago. It was like our forever home. It wasn't on the original farm set. We were actually, um, as the crow flies, ha half a mile south of the farm. But if you drove, it's about three miles from the farm. And um, I'll never forget that morning. I was taking my kid to his last day of daycare because, you know, I went back to work and um, I left the house like probably 7.30 and by eight o'clock, I get these mat like calls from my husband. And if anybody knows my husband, Louis Neg, he is the ultimate jokester. Like I'll tell you some jokes that he pulled on me and you guys <laughs> will die laughing because you have to remember, I did not grow up in ag, so I was totally believable. Um, like one of the jokes he pulled on me is like the stop sign joke. He said, um, I went and hauled grain with him one day um, when we were dating and he's like, he comes up to a stop sign and he kind of did a roll stop, not officially stopping. 
And I smacked him and I was like, but you have to stop at stop signs by law. Like you have to stop. And he goes, well, don't you know, stop signs with white trim are optional. I went around for two weeks, guys, <laughs> two freaking weeks running stop signs, <laughs> two freaking weeks. Like, I mean, that makes, that puts like an idiot sign on my head. And uh, what I caught is I went back home and I ran, did it. And my sister's like, what the heck are you doing? And I'm like, I said that to her and she's like, who told you that? Well, you know, that was my husband or boyfriend at the time. So, I mean, he played jokes on me all the time. And so that morning he called me a ton of times and I remember answering and he's like, the house is on fire. And, and again, we just built this house. This was our forever home. Four years. It was only four years old. And I was like, oh, he's playing a joke on me. Like, what is he going to, what's he going to do? Nope. It was on fire. So by the oh. time I got to the house, um, I was about 10 miles away and I don't, I still don't know how I made it home because it was, you have to think about it. It's March, it's cold, it's wet, it's windy, muddy. Um, it was super foggy that morning and I got to the house and I just remember seeing this smoke coming out of the garage. And um, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I, can, I know where the fire exchanger is at. Like, I can stop this. And I instantly jumped out of the car and started running up to the house. And I hit this pillar. Like, it knocked me out. Like, I couldn't see the – so the front of our house has, like, these pillars. And I hit it so hard, it knocked me flat on my butt. And um, I remember just, like, waking up from that and being like, nope, I'm going to get this. Like, I'm, I'm a very determined person. So I ran around back. And as soon as I got to the back, I could hear my husband and my older son crying. Um, and I got to the back of the house and there was just these huge flames. Like the garage was gone at this point. There was no way I was going to be able to get in there. Um, and I remember thinking to myself, like, I, if I go out, I'm not going to come back out. Like, just don't do it. And so I came back around and there was my husband just bawling. And, and like, it takes a lot for my husband. He's a, he's a tough farmer. Like he was bawling. My oldest was bawling. And, um, you know, we called the fire department and we're in rural America, you know, and these are volunteer fire department. Yeah. Like, you know, they were already at work. So by the, yeah, I remember standing there and we're watching our forever home burn to the ground. And, um, I just remember that helpless feeling that we had. And by the time the first fire department showed up, which was 30 minutes, by the way, 38 minutes to be exact. That's oh, pretty amazing for, for a rule. Yeah. Rural fire department to get there like super fast. And I remember they get there and they started working seamlessly trying to get out. Next thing you know, another fire department shows up another one. It took five fire departments, five rural fire departments to try to put this out, this fire out, you know, and, we're watching them seamlessly try work together. Like these fire departments have never worked together. Like they really tried really hard. Um, and the next thing you know, I hear this big semi truck coming down our driveway and it had an excavator on it. And I'm like, excuse, I don't know if I can cuss on this, but I'm going to say it. I'm a cusser. Yeah. Sure. Shit. I was like, just like that feeling of like, it's gone. Like that, that our house is gone. We're literally walking away with nothing. And I, I remember just dropping to my knees and crying it was just like that helpless feeling like you couldn't do anything like they, they couldn't even get in the house because it was so hot yeah. like it was like an inferno and um they started collapsing the house on itself and finally my husband's aunt convinced me to leave they're like there's no point in you guys standing here there's there's nothing gonna, that's gonna survive this house fire and you know luckily we were not injured like nobody was injured our dog wasn't injured you know we were all fine and 
we left there and the next day was the national pandemic. March 20 of 2020 Mm, was a national pandemic. So you have to think about that. Like we literally just lost everything in our house. And yes, it's materialistic things. And I can't explain that enough. A lot of people would talk about how you shouldn't attach yourself to materialistic things, but it was, you know, my son's first steps were in that house. There was things in the basement that we'll never get back yeah. from. Um, that was yeah, his pic- father's pictures, pictures and things, memories. And yeah. You know, yeah. my husband's nine years older than me. So like his, he wasn't, he didn't live in the digital age. Like a lot of his stuff wasn't there um, on social media that we could pull and pull those photos. Like, so we, we, we walked away with a lot of um, memories, but also memorabilia is that we can never get back like ever ever and so the next day it was just like you know we had nothing and the nation's locked down you couldn't go buy anything you remember this was like a two week and I'm doing quotations here air quotations you know two week lockdown which we all know how that ended up yeah flatten the curve uh, just flatten the curve yeah yeah Yeah, so it was just like it was it was a super humbling thing to go through, you know, um, here I was, you know, top five in the nation for insurance. Like I kicked butt in insurance, you know, and it was just like, now we're homeschooling our kids, which I can teach adults any day, but to teach children that how they're doing math, I'm out. I'm totally out. I have to do the phone a friend option because like, it was just, you know, I was struggling mentally really bad. Um, I was at the lowest point in my whole life. And I, and I am very transparent in this. Like I was struggling super mentally and um, there was just so many unknowns at this point, you know, and you couldn't talk to people, you couldn't be around people. And we're trying to not only juggle what we're going to do next, we're homeless. And, you know, luckily we had an amazing support system um, and then what I didn't expect is individuals and in ags that I've met once in my life, like Ted, um, uh, he does, oh, what's his name handle? He's on Twitter. Ted, the spread, for example, the I don't spread. know if you guys okay. it, 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 you find him on social. His actual name is Frank and he'll probably kill me that I made that public, but he started <laughs> a GoFundMe page for us. We had people sending us stuff like tractor toys, like, like old fashioned tractor toys, like metal tractor toys, like it was just crazy how this support system um, just showed up in agriculture and it was all ag and um, you know, people I've never met before uh, supporting us and trying to help us go through this because like a lot of people don't understand. Yes, we had insurance, but it takes like six months for insurance to kick in. It's a process in itself. And to this day, we'll probably never know what actually started our house fire. Like it was like um, they had, three or four fire marshals show up because, you know, insurance companies want to do thorough work and um, they couldn't tell us like nobody could tell us how it started or why it started. And so it was just that really awkward pivotal moment. And so for me, we're going into farm fit training or farm fit mama. I actually started posting um, workouts on social media Um, because like, again, you know, I've always had, like I've always been drawn to that space. And for me, that was my time to show up for myself. And I'll be honest, like a lot of my workouts in 2020 was me full out bawling and working through my own mental battles. And I'll be the first to tell you, I wasn't about to call a 1-800 number for support because like, for me, it was like, oh, I viewed it as I didn't need that. And somebody else could benefit from that instead of me. And so 
the way I worked on my mental health is through um, a physical transformation. And my husband knew that like my gym, my office was in the house. And so he would get me stuff on the farm. Like he brought me tires, cinder box, because you couldn't get gym equipment. Like it was, no, everything was sky high. If it was available and it wasn't available. Yeah. So I was using cinder blocks. I was using like tractor weights, like I was suitcase using weights. Yeah. Could, <laughs> yeah. I was using anything I could get my hands on to, as weights. And so I started posting it on social media and I changed my handle to, from Amanda Nig to Farm Fit Mama. And a lot of people started asking me questions. They're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing my own fitness program. And they're like, can you put something together for me? And so then it kind of lit that fire where I did a bunch of free, like three free challenges that year. And one of them was a planking challenge, which was super cool. Cause like in May of 2020, you know, we're all struggling with our mental health and the unknowns that everybody was going through during this pandemic. And so I did a plank challenge, for example, a simple movement that everybody can do. And I had 800 farmers across the nation, even international from Canada participating in this plank challenge which again, I put together and threw it online. And it was really cool to see us come together as a community. Um, and that really started to light my, my passion fire um, to wanting to do more for our industry. And so- um, Amanda, I can, I stop you, can I stop you for one yeah. second? Yeah. You said a simple plank challenge that everybody can do. I just want to throw that out there. Not everybody can do the plank. <laughs> okay. I've tried. <laughs> just, Every- it, it doesn't matter your fitness level there. Maybe yeah, just, 60 like, seconds, 30 seconds, whatever. Yeah. I, I just yeah, wanted to, I mean, just wanted to it make it clear, you know. For, yeah, it's terrible. I tried it, not good at it. So, well, it's a full body movement. So, you're working a multiple muscle groups in one movement. You're moving, working your, your back, your triceps, your chest, your chest muscles, your core, your legs, your booty. So, it's, it's a, complex movement if you look at it but the the actual position of it is a simple movement where everybody can get into that position and do it and so um I mean I had people planking on tractors and like bison for example I mean they got super creative they got way creative it was like I if you go onto my social media I actually have a halfway video that's there of people planking on these random pieces of equipment so it was really cool to see that but yeah it it just like it, oh, it, it's, it's kind of amazing. You know, you're talking about the, the mental health challenges you had with the, the stress during COVID and when we were all locked down, we're all by ourselves. We didn't have that sense of community going to the coffee yeah. shop or sharing stuff. And boy, this, this was a great tool, wasn't it? To get out there and get people talking with each other again and through physical activity, it helps, doesn't it? It does. It improves your mood. I mean, those amazing things called endorphins. You know, I call them the happy drugs that we all have by doing something simple for yourself. You're releasing them in your body and it it does. It makes you a a better individual because first and foremost, you're happier. You're you're doing something for yourself. Um, And a lot of time I actually read an article recently that talked about selfless. And it's like, you know, a lot of people view taking that time for themselves as being selfless. And it's not, you know, it's actually not something that's selfless or selfish it's more you're taking that time to um, for yourself so that you can be the best version of yourself because it's hard to pour from an empty cup but it's a lot easier to pour from you know a half full cup and so it's just that mythology behind it it's like okay 
taking 15 to 25 minutes for yourself can have a profound effect on your relationships, your business. Um, you know, there's so many dynamics that it can pour into. And a lot of people forget that, you know, we're our longest investment. And I live this lifestyle. I'm a farmer's wife. You know, I get it. We've, we insure the crap out of everything, our green bins, you know, our um, land all the way to um, our operation. And sometimes we forget that um, if we don't give to ourselves and invest in ourselves, we're not going to be around to enjoy those fruits of our labor, you know, and be around to help generations um, be able to farm. And so it's just taking that time for ourselves that's going to have that bleeding effect and example too. And so going back to my story, I'm almost done. Actually, I'm a talker. I should have told you guys this. <laughs> I should have, I should have warned you. I, I like to talk and, and, and elaborate. My, my no, no, go ahead. Up. But yeah, um, going back to that, I ended up going and getting certified um, as, you know, a personal training and nutrition coach. And um, I did this apprenticeship where it was a three month long course to run an online business because I didn't know anything about running a business online. That was all new to me. And um, I officially launched Farm Fit Training February 5th of 2021. And so, um, and it's been like, I mean, I, I still kick myself every day. The fact that I get to do this as a living, you know, not only help my husband agriculture, cause I'm technically the higher man. We don't have any hired help. Like I'm, I'm the gopher runner, the meal cooker. I don't do accounting. That, that's where I draw the line numbers and that I'm out, <laughs> but, um, I do do everything else. Like I was the first woman on our farm in five generations to drive a tractor gentlemen how cool is that serious that is awesome yeah um it was a quad track a case quad track with two huge rollers at the end of on the back end of it um and i had to roll this bean field soybean field and it was the only freaking field that had a fence only field (laughs) so he threw me in right in the gate he's like nope you're gonna help me like drive this tractor with these rolling pins on the back of it and you're going to roll this fence, don't, or this field with a fence around it. Do not take out the fence, um, but you're going to have to follow me. I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. Like, here, let's figure this out. So what's really cool in that aspect is I just really, um, I love this industry. And, the, you know, there's a lot of amazing advocates out there that are um, bridging that gap between consumer and producer. But who's, who's um, bridging that gap between physical and mental health for us? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know anyone. You know, um, again, there's a lot of amazing foundations in the agriculture space that do talk about that 1-800 number. But going back to that, you know, I wasn't, I was at the lowest point in my life and I wasn't about to even call it. And so that's really where that passion just took off is I wanted to give individuals a different space to not only become physically and mentally strong, but to create that longevity effect, you know, making those lifestyle changes that are going to affect generations to come. And that's really the foundation of farm fit training. And this is actually my mission statement is I give the ag industry tools and strategies to lose weight, build muscle, develop a healthy mindset, all while creating a sustainable lifestyle. And we truly do that in farm fit training. And so you know, since launching um, my programs, it, it really just took off right out the gate. So it, first and foremost, that tells me that there was such a massive need in our industry and nobody was tapping into that and giving our community a space to really have that um, platform to work on that. And it was really cool is um, since launching Farm Training, I do have two certified coaches um, and a list 
a long list. I've actually had over 20 individuals since joining my, going through my program that went and got certified themselves because it really? hopes of coming on as a coach. Like how cool is that? Like super yeah. freaking cool. Uh, but I do have two coaches. Um, my one coach, Tracy Johnson, she's a farm wife out of Illinois. They farm on their family farm. And then my other coach, um, Jamie Pearson, she is a, a cotton, I believe down there. Um, and they're, they have a huge, um, farming operation in Texas, Lubbock, Texas. So, um, wow. it was really cool. Yeah. So, and that's a really cool fact too, is like everybody in my system, like my behind the scenes crew are all ag related. So we're all tied to the ag industry. We work, we live it, breathe it. And so we really understand this industry inside and out. It, uh, you know, I'm not a fitness coach that's coming in that doesn't live and eat and breathe this industry. I get it. We go, we're not a nine to five job. We're a 24 seven job. And so it's, it's, we're a very different industry in that aspect. And I understand it and I live it and I can relate to every single one of my clients that come into firm fit training and where they're at in their life and how, you know, calving season season's super busy. Like I, yeah. I, you know, I understand that. And, you know, we have seasons where we're planting and then it kind of hits a low point where we're doing a, you know, spraying chemical during the summers and then we pick up again during harvest. So it's just, I really understand our industry because of the fact that I, I am a part of it and I'm very much tied into those roots. What's your typical client then that calls in for a program? Is that a, a housewife or is that a, a, a farmer himself? I'll be honest. When I first started, it was, it was farm wives. Um, I did take on a couple male clients right out the gates. Um, but most of my clientele was, um, women. Now I'm about 50, 50, which really? is really cool. Yeah. yeah that... And I do. And I train couples too. Like that's something I did not expect. Um, you know, we do, we don't just do an exercise program. We actually couple it with nutrition. I don't just teach one or the other. I teach both. And, um, I've had a lot of couples apply to my program and go through it as a couple, which was super awesome. I freaking love it because at the end of the day, we're changing the, the head of the households, you know, and giving them that avenue and space to work on themselves. But it also proves like, hey, this can work through all seasons of life, especially in our industry. And um, what's really cool is a lot of couples, I've had a couple men apply and next thing you know, the next time we open up our one-on-one -on -one applications, their wives will apply. So I've had it gone that way too. And it's just a really cool, from a coach's standpoint, to see all these lives impact. Um, and I love it when my clients work out in front of their kids, you know, um, and, and showing the future generations of how, hey, taking 15 to 25 minutes for yourself um, allows me to be a better parent to hands-on. It allows me to have better relationships with, you know, our insurance investors or agronomists, um, our business. So it, it's really cool in that aspect as well is it's not just this quick fix program. We're really geared towards that longevity aspect and that lifestyle changes. What's yeah. really interesting to me is you were able to take a, a situation that wasn't good and in a time that wasn't really good and then focus your energy into what you needed, but then realize that that egg community, the agriculture in, in North America is that family, let's help each other out community. But we are also very stubborn and self-motivated people, you know, that are just driven by our own needs, right? That you don't reach out. You, most of us will go help everybody else, 
but we'll never ask for anybody else's help in agriculture. Exactly. Yeah. And so for you, for you to be able to break into that is, is huge, you know, because most of us are too stubborn to say, oh, well, I need your help. I mean, <laughs> I, need, I need your help to get through this. I'll just do it on my own. You know, you put your head down, you work a little harder, you work a little, you know, um, more focused on yourself. It, it blows my mind, though, that you're exactly right. There is nothing out there to help mental and physical health in agriculture. Until no, there really isn't. And that's one of the things I, I've been super blessed um, to actually have the Titans, a few Titan industry leaders in our space uh, sponsor me. So um, one of the biggest campaigns that we did in 2021 was I um, approached John Deere, uh, like the headquarters of John Deere. I approached them to use this color, their color, the John Deere green on a piece of equipment that my friend makes um, at his foundry, not too far from the house. It's actually about 40 minutes away from the house. He created this piece of equipment called the Warbell. Um, and I went to them and I was like, hey, I'm not looking for a sponsorship, a co-collaboration partnership or anything. I just wanna be, have this letter of approval from you guys that I can use your color John Deere green on this piece of equipment, like gym equipment. And First and foremost, I didn't want their lawyers after me. So that's that's I was doing my <laughs> That's always important. Yeah, you know, I was I wasn't about to get sued, but um it was really cool where they they came back and they were like, actually, we want to sponsor you. We want to be a part of this movement with you. And that was out of the like I did not expect that. I'm super humbled and blessed that they even considered it. And their biggest push was they love the fact that um, I'm doing something to make our community happy, healthier individuals. And so we did this um, huge campaign of March um, 2021 where I offered this John Deere green um, piece of equipment, um, workout gym equipment. And of course we had to put a cap on it because of the production and everything of it. Um, but this huge program got kicked off and they sponsored me and it, it, we were sold out within the first week. Um, you know, and that's 500 people, 500 individuals um, joined it and went through that program and they loved it. And then um, it just really snowballed that into where John Deere is like, Hey, we need to be talking about long-term here. Like we love what you're community and giving our space. And so that was really cool position to be in and something's coming. I'll just say that with them. I'm going to put that little taster out there. Yeah. I'm not going to say it, but something's coming. And um, another Titan of the industry is like um, Titan international. Um, you know, Goodyear that Titan farm Titan. I believe their social media handle is Titan Goodyear farm tires. Um, Zach same deal. I, I actually approached them. So both these companies, I approached them and um, I approached Titan. I was like, Hey, I've never seen a tire program out there. Like I want to create a tire program like for ag. And, um, and that's another thing I should say as I only work with individuals in ag space, like all my clientele is hundred percent strictly ag. So I approached them and they love the, the ideal. And we actually just kicked that off this year in March. Um, and we had, you know, over 300, I believe, um, individuals participate in that tire challenge. So it was just really cool to see um, not only these industry leaders um, in our space come to, like, after I approached them, want to be a part of that because they love the aspect of, you know, doing something different to be able to work on an individual's mental health. Um, and that's the biggest thing is like, you know, there's, there's space for everything. 
Um, and there's really nothing out there that gives people that opportunity to really become physically strong because you really can't work on a physical transformation without impacting your mental transformation. A lot mm -hmm. of people don't realize how connected those are. They're well, so I, connected. I know. I agree. I think the biggest thing is the mental health in agriculture that, you know, because it is, yeah. how, how do you I, break, I how do you break through with, uh, I mean, if you look at the industry, just, I don't know, it meant male dominated industry since the beginning of time is what agriculture is. Yeah. Right. And it's a physical industry too. You're, you're always moving. You're always working, you know, calving season or planting season or spraying season on, on the farm our mindset is we're always busy. We're always moving, but mm -hmm. it, it's not good movements a lot of times. Right. So how do you, well, how do you break through to these guys that are like, ah, uh, man, I'm, I've been doing all kinds of stuff all day. I don't need to work out. I'm, I'm work. I've been working calves yesterday and I'm sore from working calves yesterday. Today I fix fence or tomorrow I'm going to ride a tractor all day. You know, it feels like I'm working really hard and i am it's just is are you physically getting fit yeah that's a, that, my question to you yeah. like how do you break through to these these individuals that are that way you know because i'm kind of that way i walk fields all day long you know just walking and i get home and i'm exhausted but it's not because i'm in good shape i mean like how, <laughs> how, how how am i supposed to go do a workout after that you know how do you break through to that we were just talking about that. Mike was throwing you under the bus there, Adam. Yeah. Um, no, that's the thing. Like, I know, I know they can't see, but like farming magazines, I actually have three farming magazines right in front of me that talk about mental health um, and give out statistics and stuff like that, especially in our industry. And the thing here is a lot of people don't realize is we're very advanced when it comes to te technology, technology, plain and simple. Like we're like back in the day, like technology from, for example, when my husband started farming to now is 100% different. Like that labor is not as a, like intense where he started and he did a lot of the work. Now it's more you sit in a comfy air conditioned cab. You know, we have a lot of luxuries. Um, and again, that's a beautiful thing about technology is that it allows us, heck, now they just came out with a self-driving tractor. You know, that's the future. Um, and so the thing here is... Um, our industry is actually not as labor intensive as it used to be. Um, and that's the thing is like a lot of people are not doing things like they did when they first started. And again, my husband's still a young buck. He's 43 years old, which he'll probably kill me that I made that public. <laughs> but, you know, from when he started at 18 to now, it's way different. Our industry is advancing, you know, we're adapting new technology. We're incorporating that. And so, um, you know, when somebody approaches me with that, that excuse, I'm like, okay, what have you done for yourself? That's going to make you feel unstoppable. Like, have you taken that time, that 15 to 25 minutes to do something strictly for yourself? That's going to help you long-term, you know, and a lot of times mm -hmm. farmers can't answer that question. They're like, well, I worked cattle, but that's what you do every day you know, or I've done this and this. And it's like, but have you intentionally set time aside for yourself? Have you intentionally done that? And then a lot of people can't say they have, you know, we're, we're great at giving, like you guys said, we're great at helping others and giving advice and, and jumping in the time of need. One of the foundations I love to support is farm rescue, you know, exact same thing. They come in and help farmers in a, in a crisis. And I've donated 
thousands of dollars to that foundation because of that, you know, but at the end of the day, it, that foundation is was started because farmers go through a traumatic event. Like, let's think about that. You know, like, what if I gave you, told you that I can offer you something so that you don't have to get to the point of a health scare. You don't have to get to the point of having to have somebody else come in and help you with your operation because you're not only physically fit, but you're mentally strong. And so that's the thing is a lot of times we, we forget that component and we do, we get tied up into what we got going in our operation to make it prosperous. And, you know, and we invest all that time and money into that. Um, but we don't really think about, Hey, what have I intentionally done today? That is just for me. Like, have I intentionally set that time aside where I'm not only improving my health through my nutrition, you know, and that's the biggest thing too, is like, Hey, I, my husband grew up on meat and potatoes and I'm all about that. Like how we teach nutrition is we do something called macronutrients, which is a really big word. I, I totally get it. And a lot of people don't understand what it means, but it's meaning focusing on the word macro is a Latin word that means large. And so you're focusing on protein, carbs, and fats in large amount to fuel your body, to be able to function at its ultimate best. And that's the key there is you're, you're feeling yourself to function at its ultimate best. Just because you work cattle, just because you work in this industry, you're walking up and down fields, doesn't mean you're doing something to help long-term. You're not feeling yourself. You're not, you're not taking that mental break for yourself. Um, you're not, um, you know, making yourself physically stronger in some cases, because, you know, I love the fact when my husband calls me over from the, we have two shops and he'll call me up and he'll be like, Hey, I need your help to lift something. I'm like, Oh, I got this. Yeah. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming. You're carrying you know, your green, and, green weight along with you. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's really cool too, to hear my, my, my two younger boys. So we have two that are definitely going to be the sixth generation here because they live, eat and breathe farming. Um, but they, like, when they talk about when we have guests come to the farm, they'll be like, they'll be like, oh, you're, you're strong like your dad. And they're like, no, I want to be strong like my mom. I want muscles like my mom. Mm, <laughs> you <isn't> know? Great? <laughs> and I'm like, heck yes. So yeah. again, it just like, back to your question is, yeah, there, our, our industry isn't as a labor intensive as it used to be. And that's the beautiful part with technology. We love technology, you know, we're adapting new systems, but at the end of the day, like what you're doing day in and day out, not necessarily challenging you physically and mentally. Yeah. You know, it's and not, it, 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 it comes down to, are you taking care of the most important piece of equipment on your farm? And that's yourself. I mean, yeah, yeah just take care of yourself and, hard work is hard work, but maybe stretching is as important as that, you know, just yeah, stretching and keeping. Simple. All right. Let's, let's do scenarios then. All right. Okay. Hit, hit us up with, I've got guys that literally will not get out of that tractor seat for 12 hours. That's a long time. Yeah. I mean, we didn't, we didn't even know that there were safety switches in some of these new combines that if it, if you don't get out of that seat in 12 hours, it'll shut the combine off. And we've <laughs> oh, there is really not, yeah guys i didn't know that have, either yeah there well, well no you, one usually finds that out but i had one customer find that out the combine quit shutting off and and finally they said well there's a safety something about it if you don't get out of the seat for 12 hours it shuts the combine off okay okay anyway if people are in the tractor or the combines that long or trying to i mean right now they're just focused on we have a window to get this done and their minds are just going we got to get that done how do you how do you stop and take that 15 20 25 minutes 
Like, and what could you do? What's the most important thing that these guys could be doing right now in scenarios like that? Yeah. Well, in scenarios it, like that, they could be feeling their body. You know, what are you eating when you're sitting there? Most of the time you're grabbing junk food, you know, high processed food. So again, we, we talk, we talk about high protein and in, in my program, we talk about those healthy snack options that you can grab to give yourself that good energy, you know, lean source of protein. Um, we also talk about stretching. My husband actually started taking weights, um, in the tractor with him and he'll, he'll intentionally stop the tractor, get out to use the bathroom, you know? um, do his business. And then he'll, he'll stretch a little bit, you know, even stretching, he'll stretch himself out or he'll text me and be like, Hey, send me like five stretch moves that I can do really quick. My, my, my butt is like numb. Like I need to do something quick here. And so I'll do that. Or, you know, um, I have tons of clients, like one of my recent clients actually did a testimonial yesterday, um, on our farm fit training page of a client. His name's Austin Metalton. Um, he's a farmer out of Florida and, and in Florida, they're going, they're, they're farming, they're planting mm -hmm. right now. And, um, he, he originally joined because his wife, um, Caitlin applied to the program and he was like, he's like, all right, I'll join because I'll support her and, you know, and I'll give her moral support and go through this girly program, as he said, <laughs> girly program. <laughs> right. Oh, we humbled his ass quickly than you can breathe. <laughs> and so, you know, it was just, it was really fun to have him go through that and, the, and their transformation as a couple, because now not only is she, she cooking healthier meals, he's bringing healthier snack options in the tractor with them. He's being more intentional with his movement. So like when he gets out on the bathroom break, he'll do something quick, you know, effective, or he'll, he's like, I don't know if he's taken weights in the tractor like my husband, but like, I've had clients do that. Um, where they'll take weights and they'll just bust out half their workout and then get in the back in the tractor and then do the other half, you know, again, just giving them that self and that mental release. Because when you sit in the tractor for Alex ends and messing with the computer system, I mean, it's self-drive. Like we have GPS on our tractors, you know, you hit a flip a switch once you line that up and it goes and you don't really have to do much, but you can do stuff in that time. You can stretch out, you can, you know, grab the steering wheel, for example, you can pop that steering wheel up when it's locked in. And you don't, I know when you get your butt off the seat, it stops. I know the safety feature. I, I've had it happen yeah. where I uh, had to lock it into place, but like you can reach the steering wheel, steering wheel and just even stretch your back out, you know, um, again, just being really intentional with that time. There's tons of things you can work on, like a gallon of water. Um, you know, it's something that we preach in firm fit training. Hydration is super important and it's something that everybody can do. That's the thing. Like a lot of people don't even think about it. How many times as I'm sitting here drinking a Celsius, for example, but how many times do we forget to drink water, you know, or forget to, um, hydrate our bodies, you know, but Amanda, actually, if I drink too much water, I'm going to have to stop more to get out and pee. Yeah. I can't afford to, to stop this equipment. That's the point oh, I'm getting on. at. Like yeah. everybody is saying, we can't afford to stop. You can't take this. I'm just curious. I, you, you brought up a very good point though, about the food piece, because if you look at social media, there's, there's a lunch, there's a lunch box sitting there in that cooler. 10, 10 AM it is gone. Right. And it's just yeah. full exactly. of you're thinking about them cookies and, in there and thinking about those Cheetos and you're just thinking, gosh, I got to get into there. I know, but it, and you look around though. So I travel a lot and, you know, stopping at a lot of convenience stores, filling up with gas all the time. And you cannot find anything healthy, you know, quick and healthy to just grab. 
How do you, how do you get people to think about that? Like, what could they, I mean, what, what are some good snacky foods that, that you would recommend people throwing in their lunch boxes? I actually have a blog post about this on my website. So you should check that out, Adam. I know you're around there. I know, Um, I'm on here. We're. I actually, okay. I have, it should be under blogs. It, th- we did just revamp that. So we just took it down the other day because we were going to re-release it and put it back up there, but I'll get it up here before everybody gets in the field, but like high protein snacks. So first and foremost, we want high protein because protein is the building block of life, plain and simple. You need protein in your diet. And a lot of times people think they need, they eat adequate enough protein. And once they start to track it, they realize I'm not eating enough protein to fuel my body. So like, for example, some high protein snacks that you can easily grab is um, I partnered up with, or not partnered, but I'm affiliate with a company called Dakota Pure Bison. Um, great company out of South Dakota. They raise their own bison and process the meat themselves. So I'm all about supporting, you know, ag industry as well, or ranching side of things as um, that goes. And so um, beef sticks, great example, jerky, you know, you can easily grab those and you can get them at the grocery store too, or gas station as well. But those are excellent sources of protein um, that you can get in your diet and nutrition as well. You know, um, you want to look at like protein bars, for example, again, protein will fill you up and it'll actually quench that. So you don't reach for those unhealthy foods. Um, Nut packs, you know, again, protein, you're getting healthy fats and you're getting complex carbohydrates in that. So there's tons of healthy snack options that you can grab, even make yourself sandwiches. So like my husband, I I do cook the food um, on our farm and I'll pack him like, you know, um, he likes tuna. We'll do like, um, pork shredded pork sandwiches like I'll make ahead of time for him and during harvest I'm actually feeding about nine guys nine grown men I'm cooking for nine grown men there yeah. so and I, and I pack them all the same and they love it they love helping us that's, like we have no problem get finding help because they're like we get fed for three months or two months or whatever <laughs> great so, pulled pork sandwiches man how can you knock that yeah, yeah. So like, it's, it's just being intentional. Like you can easily simplify that system. And that's really one thing that we cover is like really simplifying it and not complexing, like going over complicated. Like the, you can get those healthy, high protein snacks easily at the gas station and stuff, you know, and just being intentional. So you're not grabbing those bag of Cheetos. You're not grabbing, you know, that box of hot tamales or that big monster energy drink. You're looking for other options. And so it's just changing that, that, that mindset. And that's something that we, I do really unique to as well. in the fitness space is like when I started my journey, there's not a lot of programs that tell you the signs and why of what you're doing. Like you go through a program and it's like, okay, why am I doing this? So like, what is this going to benefit me? And that's one thing that we, I do in farm fit training is I teach you all of that. So when you walk away from one-on-one coaching, you can fully explain what macronutrients is. You can fully explain, you know, what are lean sources of protein, what are healthy, complex carbohydrates, you know, healthy fats. Like you will have that knowledge base. You almost can walk away and be classified as a personal trainer. And that's why I've had so many women go get certified is because that just that knowledge and education that I really give to every single client that comes into the program. And so going back to Austin Middleton, when he joined farm fit training, one-on-one coaching, he went through it, you know, to support his wife and he thought it was a girly fitness program and he quickly learned, realized like, Hey, that's not the case. His transformation is amazing. 
And one of the things that he talks about in his testimonial um, that I posted yesterday was um, his mindset when it comes to fueling his body is a hundred percent different. And, um, and just that knowledge behind um, how to properly feel his body and be intentional. And, you know, even during the busy season, he's still able to show up and get that 15 minute workout done in the morning before he heads out in the tractor all day and starts planning, you know, what he's packing for himself for lunch, or if he stops at a gas station, he's more conscious on what he's grabbing, you know, and that's the, the biggest thing there is like, you're more intentional with what you do. And it's creating that, that wave effect and that lifestyle change. And so, I mean, it, to anybody who says like, Hey, I have to go like it's busy crunch time. Cause trust me, we're going to about, we're going to hit it mid of middle of May. Like I'm, uh, we're going to go right through that. And it's just like, you know, being intentional and setting yourself up for success. Yeah, it's going to take effort and you're going to have to do it. But at the end of the day, with anything in life, you know, if you apply effort into um, certain aspects of your life, you can definitely apply it when it comes to your own physical and mental health as well. I, I love that. I, I just think, you know, for, for your health, uh, prevention is so much better than trying to cure an illness, you know, <laughs> if yeah, you just are, sure. you're, you're ahead of the game, you're preventing it by, by keep taking care of your body and everything like that. And, and I, you mentioned earlier, just listening to your body and, and I can relate, you know, I drive long hours in the, my truck or whatever, but I, you know, driving and a you're truck getting older and, and I'm getting older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know how old I am, man. But, um, but uh, you know, I, I'll get out of that vehicle or out of that tractor cab and I step down on the ground and my knees are sore. Like I've been working. I mean, I've been driving a tractor all day and my knees are sore. Why are my knees sore? Because my hamstrings are super tight because I've been sitting all day long, you know, or my lower back's hurting. And it's not because they've been being worked. It's because they're tight and, and stretching. And you mentioned having a gallon of water and just being hydrated is so important. Uh, just keep your ligaments and joints all lubricated like that too. So um, good points on that. How can people get a hold of you? Like how, how I'm on can, all, yeah, I'm on ahead. all social media. Yeah. Like if you search farm fit mama, it's M O M M A. I'm on every single social media. Like, I mean, uh, I'll be the first to tell you Twitter. I'm still trying to figure that one out. I am on YouTube. I haven't officially launched my YouTube channel yet, um, but I do a lot of shorts and there's, there is a couple videos up on there. That is something I'm working on. Um, to see how I want to pitch that or do that platform. But you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, a TikTok. I mean, I'm on all of those as Farm Fit Mama. And, and then can people go there and just find creative ideas that they can implement themselves or do they need to sign Absolutely. up for something? Nope. I have a, so like my website, I do have a website. Um, we mentioned that earlier. It's www.farmfitmama.com. Um, you know, and I have blog posts they can read. Um, we, I think it'd be actually did just take that down, but they're coming. Um, and then also I do, I have a free blueprint that you can download. I actually have a free PDF that's coming out this week, um, that talks about nutrition. So that is something that is coming. Um, we are going to launch a, this huge, uh, a campaign this summer that focuses strictly on nutrition, which I've never done before. Um, that's all my timing. campaigns have been, <laughs> yeah, all my campaigns have been focus about workouts and, you know, with John Deere and Titan. Now this thing that we're launching this summer, which you guys are first to hear about it. I actually haven't, I've been dropping nuggets here or there, but this summer will be a nutrition um, based program that people can um, 
purchase and be a part of and have access to for life as well. So there is um, other things outside of that. Um, the biggest thing for individuals is we do open one-on-one coaching at limited time because we don't, I can't accept everyone. I'll be the first to tell you, I get 300 applications for 60 spots. Like it, it is first come first serve. And as much as I would love to take on everyone, it just, we can't. So that's when I do those digital challenges where we have no cap on those um, that people can jump into and get a part of the system and kind of also figure out how we operate and who we are. Um, and so those are great campaigns. And, and I do have, a, like I said, one coming up this summer that individuals can join in. And that's the thing too, is a lot of people think with, um, nutrition, it's all or nothing. And that's not the case. Like I teach you how to still enjoy life. Like I'm talking like the other day I made a, a lasagna, you know, at hearty meals, like, um, you can still have alcohol, you know, of course, everything with mod moderation, but like, you're not giving up anything. So you're not like, it's not an all or nothing. Um, in our program, it's really that lifestyle change where, uh, for example, Michael or Adam, if you guys join farm fit training, I would have you enter your nutrition in and I'm taking what you're already eating and enjoying in your life. And we're making those subtle tweaks to your nutrition. It's going to have a profound effect, you know? So for example, like, let's say we switch your bread out. Like, I don't know if you guys eat white bread, we switch it to whole grain bread or whole wheat bread. That's a huge change, you know, same with noodles. Um, so again, you're still enjoying your everyday foods that you're used to. We're just making those cha subtle changes that are going to have that huge, profound effect. And that's part of the education and knowledge that we go through as well in farm fit training. Yeah, that's a good point. I my wife will tell me that that you you can't outwork outwork out a bad diet. <laughs> I mean, your you mouth can. will win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you're going to lose. It's kind of like it's kind of like this, like your exercise is your stimulus. Okay. I want you guys to think of that. Your exercise is your stimulus where nutrition is your building blocks. You can't, you can't just work on your stimulus and work on your exercise and eat all this junk food. Like you're not going to see those changes, but when you combine the two together, that's where these lifestyle changes happen. That's where you're going to start to notice changes in your mood, your energy level. You're going to start to get more confident. Like confidence is a beautiful thing. And it's something that our industry lacks. And I can fully confidently say that because, you know, confidence sometimes is viewed as being cocky and it's not that at all. You know, when you're confident in yourself and you're confident in your abilities and who you are as an individual, it's more you're not in comparison or competitive to somebody else in the room because you know what you have to offer and what you bring to the table. And so it's a beautiful thing to have. And it's definitely needed in our industry because we're all entrepreneurs. If you farm, you're an entrepreneur, you have your own operation, you know, and so it helps with those relationships. And again, it helps with your own mental health as well. And so it's a beautiful thing to see when you find those individuals with that confidence. Um, and it's definitely needed. It's so needed mm -hmm. in our industry. And, and two, it, it makes us a better, kinder individual. Like, I mean, you know, those people that I call keyboard warriors out there on social media, you guys know who I'm talking about. Um, so the ones that like to inject their opinion and, and you're like, come on, do you really think that way? But at the end of the day, it's just their insecurities that they have with themselves. They're, they're projecting um, um, more about um, they're, they're scared of something, you know, and it has to be back to that confidence thing. Again, you don't see confident people slamming other people on social media. Right. You don't. Yeah. 
Yeah. So do you so do you have programs put in place specifically around equipment on the farm and stuff? Yes, I, I, I guess I'm okay because that's what I'm yeah. thinking right now. Just even for myself, yeah. you know, I I have a, a shovel, I have a probe, and just some random equipment in my truck, and then I'm gone for the day, and you never know where you're going to end up. But and that's all you have. And I'm thinking yeah. of of a lot of our customers too that when they get in that piece of equipment for the day, this is all that they have. And I'm thinking, okay, do you have things set up around what's in that or what's around that equipment or where can you do push-ups or sit-ups while you're waiting to get the fertilizer tank filled, whatever. And, and I guess that's where my mind's going. And if there's mm -hmm. programs around that, so people can just grab it and yeah. go, right. Work, work it into yeah. their daily day, uh, their day. Yeah. 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 Well, I actually did a really cool video. So I was helping my husband haul green one day and I did this quick video. I shared it on RFD TV actually uh, when I did a live with them, but I did this really cool workout video on the grain at the grain site with the grain bins. I ran up and down, I did push-ups, and I just put this little quick workout circuit together that went viral. Um, mm. You know, and that's the thing, like um, it, it doesn't have to be complicated. So one thing in farm fit training that we really preach about is like, you need minimum equipment. I had a gal, um, one of my original OGs, she, you know, again, back in 2020 or 2021, where gym equipment was hard to get up, get a hold of. She lives up in the Quandock in Canada and she was using buckets of oats, guys, buckets of oats <laughs> as weights. And how we tailored it is she would add weight and weigh the bucket on a cattle scale. And so that we could get a weight and she went through my whole one-on-one -on -one coaching program doing that and her results, she's actually one of my testimonials on my page was insane. So, you know, that's the biggest thing is when a lot of people would say, Hey, I don't have a fancy gym or I don't have this equipment. You don't need it. You honestly don't need it. A farmyard is a CrossFit haven. You can get a amazing workout using stuff that you can find around the farm. And I did that in 2020. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just kind of thinking outside that box. And that is something that we coach on. Like, I mean, we don't say, Hey, you have to buy all this gym equipment. No. Um, you know, I've had women use cinder blocks. I've had people use tires, you know, hence the tire program. Um, you know, that John Deere piece of equipment went over huge because it was this 35 piece pound war bell that was very versatile that you use for upper body, upper and lower body. And I can't tell you like out of that 500 individuals that participate in the program, I still get tagged to this day of people taking that piece of equipment in the tractor with them and be like, yeah. Hey, I'm being intentional. Like I, I have this one equipment that I can do literally everything with. So yeah, it's just I think, I think a lot of growers want that too. They just don't know how or how to get started on that. So that's a great place to start with you. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. I, I mean, I hope to have you two as clients at some point, <laughs> yeah. you know, just for the record, I'm going to throw you on the bus. Like, I mean, my oldest clients to date is 79 years old. Um, and my youngest client would be 19 right now. So we do take 18 and over. Um, I have had an 80 or one year old go through my program. He did absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, so it, that's the thing too, is like, you can start a physical transformation at any point. Like you don't have to be young. You don't have to be in shape. Um, I can't tell you how many people I've had go through my program that had type two diabetes, you know, or Hashimoto's disease. I've had type one go through the program, you know, and break that belief barrel that they couldn't have carbohydrates, you know, cause type one is insulin or they, their body doesn't make enough insulin. Um, and so they have to have insulin to balance their system out, 
you know, and so we're very well educated. If I had pregnant women, breastfeeding women, I mean, we've had it all go through all right, the program. Amanda, I'm on your website. I'm at farmfitmama.com and I just clicked okay. on download the free blueprint. Oh, you're comes, on my email list. Get ready. I, I, yeah, got and once a week. I, I got my name, email and stuff in there and I'm hitting the submit button right now. So does that get me into now getting the information that you provide? Hey, I just got your notification, by the way. Hey, you your, your life begins today, Adam. <laughs> Adam. So, yeah. if, so you, if you go and check your email right now, you should have an email from me. Um, it's automatic. And then at the bottom of that email is my blueprint. If you click that, I actually, my blueprint is just like an outline of my program. There is three free workouts on there. There is actually three recipes, amazing recipes, by the way, that are all macro friendly, that are high protein that you can easily make. Um, and that's all free for you in that blueprint. All right. I'm looking at it right now. The yeah, one thing this, the one cool. thing this time of year is, is preparing meals that that is a huge thing for sure and it's got to be simple and it's got to be fast yeah. yeah and i and that free pdf actually um i should i don't i don't know when you guys are gonna air this so it'll probably be out before you guys air this is um i'm creating a free pdf that will come out with um over 10 high protein meals that are simple and quick that you can make for um during planting season so that is coming out here soon um that it again it's free all you have to do is just download it and you can have access to it so that is coming out here this this week or next week so i don't know when you guys plan on airing this but it should be out and it will be posted on my website as well and anybody can download it yeah well, that'd I'm be perfect timing because a lot of a lot of lunches will yeah. be prepared and put in tractor cabs the next few weeks so might as well make them healthy yeah, yeah my husband's like he's like don't pack my lunch pal he's like i need you to bring it to me <laughs> he's like because i will eat it all by like 10 a.m he's like know. don't pack me stuff because i will eat everything <laughs> oh yeah yeah we've all struggled with that kept staring at that lunch box there it is in the corner gosh it's 9 30 maybe i should grab <laughs> something out of there grab something out of there <laughs> by 11 o'clock it's gone <laughs> you know? yeah oh, i know i it, it was kind of funny. I, I read a quote the other day about something like that, and it had to do about hunger pains. And it says, hunger pains go away, but regret doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is true. <laughs> you yeah, know, so don't, don't grab that snick. Yeah, don't grab that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's, so everybody can find this. They can find you on social media. We can get on the website, download the, the uh, PDF. What, what would be the next steps then? Like, how do you get enrolled in any of the programs or are you doing, is this all online too then? Is there videos that that people can go watch and just see and get ideas? Because the hardest thing again is just getting the idea of what exercises to do. Right? For sure. I do have my own app actually, guys. Um, it's Farm Fit Training. You, you can download it, but I'm just gonna give you a heads up. Uh, it is invite only. Um, so I open one-on-one -on -one coaching three times a year. Um, and again, that's first come first serve. So if you, if anybody's ever interested in that, I highly recommend getting their application. And just by you, Adam, joining my email list, um, and downloading that proof print, you'll be one of the first to know. So my newsletter list, um, individuals do have first access to that, um, before I make it public. And then um the digital challenges that i do so like um i have that one digital challenge coming out that will launch in july um and again it's a great way to dive in you'll have access to that material for the rest of your life 
Um, and so that's another way to get into the system and actually check what we're out. For starting, I would highly encourage everybody just to go download the blueprint because um, it does, I do go into my story and I do explain what farm fit training is. And um, I do post a lot of fun things too on social media. So if they're ever interested, like I, the other day I did um, an ab workout routine and I challenged individuals to try that. So I do do something once a week where you can see some workouts and try it. Um, that's one of the things I'm hoping to get into YouTube. Um, it just, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for YouTube. It's just, I need to get some systems in place to make before I jump into that. But YouTube will happen at some point this year um, where I will be posting workouts and movements. And um, now in my app, I do have everything in there. So like we see your nutrition, we see your workouts, we see um, there's a community space, you know, again, back to community. Community is a big thing. Um, there's over 200 individuals in my app right now to date, um, and they all have access to each other. Um, and we're international too. We're up in Canada. And so it's really cool to bring a community group of like-minded individuals. You know, a fitness journey is very self-motivating. It's, it's, you're doing it for yourself, but at the same time, it's a very lonely process if you don't have that right support system. And so that's where I really incorporated that community aspect into that. Um, and so during one-on-one -on -one coaching, you'll have access to all of that. Um, you'll see form videos. I do form videos in the app. Um, I also have description. So it's, it's very, it's all really well thought out and built out. Um, but the great place to start going back to your question, would be that blueprint for sure. Yeah. I just need to, I need to get that done just so I can kick Mike's ass. That's all <laughs> I want to do. I can help you with that. I mean, yeah, look there at you go. transformation, you know, Austin killed it. Yeah. Well, Mike's always out. He's always out running. He's like, Hey, just training for this marathon. And, and I'm, oh, I'm not look, a cardio. No, oh, you're yeah. not a cardio. I, I Mike, don't run dude, marathons, I, but I do no. run. Oh, come on, well, Mike. He, he's out. He, he, there's all it. these little, yeah, community things and he's out running and, and I'm trying to put down the donut so I can see the screen <laughs> of what he's doing. And, <laughs> like, come on. Oh, oh gosh. I love that you run, Mike. Well, and that's yeah. the thing too, is a lot of people think they need to spend hours to work out and you don't. Like, um, you know, by doing strength training, you'll actually affect your cardiovascular endurance as well. And a lot of people don't understand that. I love having runners go through my program. I've actually had a couple farm wives that were avid runners, you know, doing half marathons, full marathons, and they went through my program and not only did it increase the running time, um, they noticed their endurance level went way high. So instead of running like an eight minute mile, they're running six minute miles. I've had a lot of, and I've had individuals that hate running and all of a sudden they're coming back running like Brandon Frill, for example, he's over on Twitter. Um, he hated running and we did, I used um, cardio in the advanced phase, um, as a way to tap into your mental health. Um, and in, in the course of the advanced phase, he was running a mile and the, the goal there is to try to PR every single day for a week. And he got down to like seven fifteen mile oh time. My. Again, yeah, he's not a car, not a cardio person. So um, yeah. it's just all that mental push and that mental endurance. But I love that you run. I am not a runner. I'll be the first to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you see me there, running. You need to be running faster than me because something's about to kill us. <laughs> right. That's what I, I'll see Mike. You know, texting about running, and then I'll I'll text him back and be like, Oh man, are you okay? Who's chasing you? <laughs> you know because yeah. why else would you run 
you know, yeah. it's not yeah. fun. Well, you know, it, 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 my running started in high school. I love football. Football was my sport and I, I blew my knee out and I could not play football. So I had to run cross country my senior year and I've been running ever since. I mean, it's just like something that I just do, but not that I enjoy it. I enjoy the way I feel after I get in running. And it's kind of like those endorphins. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I love the way I feel when I get done with a run or a race. It is just like no better feeling. So, yeah. Yeah. And, For sure. Well, I, I would think, you know, to just to close this podcast out now, you know, we talk about the farm. There was a lot of things that you had mentioned in here about human health that really goes back to me about just raising a crop as well. Macronutrients, micronutrients, understanding mm-hmm. how much you need at what times to get the best. Like I'm a corn guy, right? I mean, I just... I like to understand the process of how to create better corn crop. Well, it's the exact same thing in your body, you know, as far as the nutrients and the availability and, and what's it take to produce the, the right amount of carbohydrates to, to get you good. The other part about this is you talked about, you know, maintaining your body. Well, we talk about maintaining farm equipment and things around the farm is one of the most important things. If you don't want a piece of equipment to break down, you do the normal maintenance of it, right? You keep it mm-hmm. in a working uh, shape. So it's there when you need it. And, and the body's no different. And a lot of us forget about that maintenance piece of keeping your, your body healthy. Uh, so th- this was really good. I, I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to trying to figure out how to go through this program. When, when I, when I look at, I mean, literally you get up in the morning, the sun's coming up and you're busy until the sun is going down and, it, and it's really hard to fit in that time for yourself. So I'm hoping that getting in your program here, I can get my mental, my mental being of saying, no, take 20 minutes here. Just yeah. walk up and down the road. Just do something. 15 Jump to 25. Yeah. yeah. Like none of my workouts are over 25 minutes. Like they're, they're quick and effective killers. Like I will humble you in 25 minutes, 15 minutes. I'll humble you. Um, and you know, and they have this huge scientific oh, I, journal article about it. That, um, that sounds where, like a challenge. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, Oh, I will. I Big will. man. No, Thanks for getting me humbled. Need, you guys yeah. need to go check out this post. So um, I know your viewers can't yeah. see this, but um, it's on Farm Fit Training. So Farm Fit Training actually does have a Instagram. Um, Facebook group is called Farm Fit Blueprint. And then we're, we are on Twitter. I just launched that in February. But I use Farm Lingo. So speaking of lingo, I talk about macronutrients and how it relates um, and I give an example. So I got to read this because I can't make this up. I had an, I have multiple agronomists that go through my program and I love it when they give me nuggets like this. So they say, when you grow corn on the farm, you need three main nutrients to grow, which is nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, right? Yep. So nitrogen is the highest followed by phosphorus. And then last, definitely not least is potassium. So they're all based on removal. So put it this way. Your nitrogen would be like your protein, okay? So Mm -hmm. nitrogen would be like protein if we compare it to macros. Phosphorus would be like carbohydrates, which we need. And potassium would be compared to fats. So without potassium, the plant wouldn't uptake the first two nutrients of the corn that the corn needs. Fat is still an important part of our body's daily function, which is a vital, vital for our body as energy reserve for insulation, protection of our organs, and absorption of tra- or absor- absorption and transport of fat soluble vi- vitamins. So, if you're going to compare that to macronutrients, it's the exact same thing. Yeah, you need those. 
And just like our body, we need protein, carbs, and fats to be able to feel it at, to function at its ultimate best. So there's some ag lingo for you guys. Yeah, I actually absolutely. need to get that down. Gosh, so we could go on for three hours just talking fitness and health and nutrition, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we could. And I, I have I have all the farm lingos. <laughs> that was great. That was great, Amanda. Really appreciate you being on. This is, like I said earlier, this is kind of a, a different avenue than what this podcast normally talks about. But I think it's very important because we have talked to a lot of, you know, a lot of our growers and, and even guests on the show that we have. Uh, talk about the mental health of farming and just the stresses that it puts on on the people in the agricultural community. Um, and, and so it's really important to get that mental health first. And I think that comes through your your physical health, right? I mean, once you start feeling better and your body's feeling better, your mental state becomes better as well. And then you can more effectively do your job and and do it more safely too, because that's one big thing around the farm too is farm safety. So if your if your mental state isn't there, the safety isn't there, you're you're not producing at the highest level. Um, it's just dangerous. So thank you for your time today, for sure. Yep. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, and everybody that's listening, go to farmfitmama.com or look for farmfitmama on all social media. Every you're on it all. So all we're right. on it all. Yes. Hey, thank you so much, Amanda. Yeah, thank we're you. Gonna, guys. I appreciate it. And that's a wrap. <laughs>